of the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Yes. We just want to say hello to all of our friends out there in Facebook world. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in as well. So we are so excited here on the McYon Show. You know, the first um, segment of our, sh our show is Girl Chat. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about our weekend. Yeah. <laughs> 
was your weekend, Roz? This weekend. Oh, my goodness. Blessed, booked, and busy. Y'all know always that's how my weekend start out. But Friday night, um, rehearsal got canceled for a play that my husband and I are in, which, is, which we were kind of excited because it was our middle son first senior game of the season. Mm -hmm. And he scored the winning touchdown. They had to win the game. So yes, Big Meech. Yes, and I was mad I didn't get to record that because you know my phone died. But he scored the game. Tony did. Yeah, but he didn't we didn't get the touchdown. Oh yeah okay. so he scored okay. the game winning touchdown. So that was exciting. This is his senior year. So that was that's major, you know major to, to do that on your senior major. year or whatever. So um, then Saturday was Imani uh, first cheering game for the season, so she got to do her cheerleading. Shout out to Imani! Yay. She did amazing. She loves cheering so much. She has been practicing very hard because she's a flyer. Mm -hmm. And if you guys don't know what a flyer is, that's the person that's on the top. So she's a flyer, and um, she wants to keep her position. So I, I've been teaching her to keep your spot. You have to come ready every time. Like, you can't slack off because somebody always trying to come for your spot. Like, everybody want to be a flyer. So she did amazing. And then. I don't know what I'm doing. And then it was our <laughs> youngest. It was our youngest son's. Uh, 13th birthday party. Yes. So shout out to Duda. Shout Russell. out to Duda. Um, he wanted an epic party, and, and it was epic. It was 60 boys and eight girls. Oh my God, 68. Like, 68 was, children. Was it there. was teenagers. Forget mm. you, teenagers. I, it, 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 I mean, on one end, it was happy to see so many people like really love and appreciate him and show up for his birthday. Everybody came with a gift. Not that it's about gifts, but you know, like people don't really come with no, gifts. No, but it really is what? because when it's someone's birthday, I really do think that um, they should, you shower should them. bring them they something. At least him. if it's just a card. They showered him with so every card had something in it. Like it was just overwhelming to see how much. People really respect and love my son. Shout out to Patrina, who in a week's notice did all the decorations for it because, you know, I don't do all that kind of stuff. Really but cute. It, really it, cute. It was great. Um, so to, to have that. And then my son, he wants to be a big boy, mm -hmm. but he's really shy. You know Russell is shy. Mm -hmm. So he's like, Mommy, I want this party, and I want to invite girls. And then he don't invite no girls because he got too scared to invite girls. What? So literally, I'm on the phone calling people that I know with daughters like, hey, so that's how the eight girls got there because Imani's cheerleading team has mm -hmm. an older team. Mm -hmm. So I asked the older girls to come. So a couple of them were able to come. And then I called, made a phone a friend who had a daughter like, can you come? So, I mean, the party's not like they used to be. Like the boys all in one corner in a huddle, jumping up and they, down. Well, I, like, I'm telling you, when I seen that video and I just seen them in this you huddle, like, what they doing? I said, what are they doing? Dancing. <laughs> oh, like they jumping up and down, and I'm so. And the girls even got on the microphone and called them up, like, "Why y'all so shy? Why y'all don't want to dance with that girl?" One girl went up to the boy because she thought he was cute. Girl, he didn't ran in the bathroom, turned beak red. He's so embarrassed, girl. He ran in the bathroom to the point we thought something happened because I had it like on a referee shirt. I seen. So it I thought cute. something happened. So I sent. Uh, my husband and and uh, a dude is dead in the bathroom to see what was going on, but he was so embarrassed that this girl liked him and everybody was saying stuff like so parties are different than when we when we went to parties yeah they were so very all the, all the boys did was eat eat all the food drink every drink there was not no drinks left no soda no juice no water eat the food drink the drinks except for the veggie tray they didn't touch that veggie tray jump up and down take people's shoes off throw them around like they footballs because i was so confused and then i asked my son like did you have a fun 
Did you have a good time? Mommy, my party was lit. That was mm. the best party. I'm like, oh, that's what lit is? Oh, okay. Well, that's good because yes. it was their lit. So as it long as they lit. had fun, he had and he fun. had a nice time with all his guests. He did with all that's his all guests. That so thank you to everybody who wished him happy birthday, who came and supported his birthday. He had a awesome time. He still talking about it. He said everybody been talking about it in school all day. Oh, now you know you winning when they go back to school <laughs> and talk, talk about your party. Yes, they've been talking about. It. So my weekend was definitely blessed, booked, and busy, all with. All the kids. Like, it definitely was doing something with all the kids, as you can see. Oh, my goodness. And how was your weekend? My bro? weekend, I worked all weekend. Okay. Of course. I would have um, traded places with what I <laughs> We could have switched seats. I would have took that. Yeah, so I worked all weekend on Saturday. You know, of course, we were, were doing the filming with um, Roosevelt Jackson for No Bully Zone. Let right, me ask right. you. Is the, is the name changed? Because I've seen it different. Like, now, at first, it was No Bully Zone. Now, it's No Bullying, No More Bullying Zone. Oh, You didn't notice that? Well, no. I did. If it did change, I have no knowledge. Okay, of it. okay. So I didn't work this weekend. You did. Okay. <laughs> you, you worked. I didn't So definitely don't. did that, got that knocked mm -hmm. out the way. And so we are so excited about that. November All the 10, filming right? is done. Yes. November 10 will mm -hmm. be the premiere. Yep, yep. So we are expecting everybody to come out to support us, guys. It's a lot of um, local talent yes. that is in this movie mm -hmm. for this serious cause of right. bullying. Right. And then, you know, with... um. Next month, October is um, Bullying Awareness Month. Right. It will be definitely um, big and important for everybody to grab on to right. this message right. um, of bullying. It's and also, message. absolutely, and also with James and Imani, yep. they got something big that's coming up the end of this month yes. for bullying. Yes, the 29th. Is that the 29th? Yes, the 29th. The 29th. Yes, a free event. You guys know James and Imani J. Two youth just doing amazing things, trying to make their voices be heard, making a difference, especially when it comes to bullying, self-esteem, and things like that. So free event. Free event. Free. At Costa Park yep. in Clinton, Maryland. You guys definitely have to bring out all the kids. You guys yes. remember, they have a goal of 20,000 children. They are trying to get the um to sign the pledge. Mm -hmm that with bullying ends with me. So it's going to be a lot of workshops out there for kids and parents. So, guys, definitely you're going to have to come out on yes. Sunday, September the 29th. And it's free. I cannot stress that any further. Like, it's a free event, family-friendly, amazing sponsors. Of course, um, uh, uh, NBA Speaks. I couldn't even oh, think Oh, I didn't that. know who you talking about. I was like, uh, she said right here, NBA <laughs> Speaks, the Keisha Brown Foundation, Mandy's Blended Families, Daughters with a Purpose, Man to Man, and there's some other sponsors. Um, Jacob's Ladder, yeah, Jacob's um, Ladder. Exit Realty, mm -hmm. um, the Home Team, also um, T. LaRue Solutions. Oh, yeah. All of these people have come together to sponsor and support this cause. Mm -hmm. So we definitely want you guys to bring all the kids out so they can have, they get a lot of free wristbands, yep. a lot of information, you know, guys, with, um, 
bullying is so prevalent in the schools and schools have just started, we definitely have to give our children tools that now. they'll be able to use to Agreed. be able to help them with this. And also to um, help the bully. You know, a lot of times the bully don't even know that they yep. are bullying. Yep. And sometimes the bully is doing what they, what they, what was, what was done, done to, to them. them. Right. So it's just a cycle. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so guys, shout out come you. out. So shout out to all the, I'm responsible for that. And also with James and Imani and all the friends and also Fat Daddy's oh, Fat Lemonade Daddy. yeah. will be there. So y'all know that Lemonade that is delicious. <laughs> Pineapple is my favorite. Mm. So. Yes. What's mine? I forgot. What is? Mm, I can't even think. Mine is him. definitely. I love pineapples, but I know, shout out I like to Fat Daddy, them. who's always um, because it's, it's very it, supportive. It's of everything. James, Imani, J, and friends, and mm -hmm. um, Fat Daddy is definitely one of the good supporters. Another youth entrepreneur out here doing his thing, also. So shout out to. Uh, Fat Daddy, and I just can't wait to drink that lemonade. I know, anyway. me neither. <laughs> what food gonna be there? You know me, I like a lot of food. Food, period. But, um, so. <laughs> she plays <too> me. <laughs> that was my Saturday. I'm um, doing the, um, the filming, wrapping up the filming for No Bully Zone. So don't forget, y'all, on November, November the, the 10th, 10th, we will have tickets. Tickets are $25. Mm -hmm. And then VIP is $40. Yep. And so if you would like to get a ticket, please reach out to us. Yep. We will have tickets. Guys, and bring everyone out. Anybody out there that have any schools or anything that would like to participate mm -hmm. to bring some students out, yep. please just get in contact with us. Yes. And so also on my weekend, Sunday, as I said, I was working all weekend. Um, guys, um, I am starting to host a Grieving Mothers workshop over in Southeast D.C. Mm -hmm. at the Malcolm X Opportunity Center. Um, under the umbrella of Mama Saves Haven with Beverly Smith Brown. Shout so, out. um, shout out to y'all for that. Yes, that's, that's huge. When I saw that, I was like so overwhelmed with so many different emotions. One, I tell you, I, I always tell you how I'm just so amazed by your strength. Um, mm -hmm. you know, to do that and to to now have the support group, uh, cause. I know it's a group that nobody wants to be a part of, right? Mm -hmm. But it's something that's much needed. So shout Absolutely. out to you and Beverly for um, actually, actually doing that because that's 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 big, especially with this month being um, depression. Yes, um, suicide, yep, depression suicide, awareness yes, month. Yep, Absolutely. Yep. Shout out to Absolutely. you guys for taking the lead and taking a stand on that because the more so awareness we can have, the more support groups, the more that we can realize that we all need each other like i said i get teary out when i think about it because your strength is amazing to be able to not only not only you're still healing because i feel like that's something that you would continue to heal absolutely. forever but to also try to help heal others absolutely. who are grieving also. absolutely and that is so big for me because i was just having a conversation with um Tamisha, my friend, and, and mostly everybody knows she's my um, business consultant. And I was talking to her about, you know, doing some type of support group for grief, right? right? And then all of a sudden, this just comes in my lap. That's why, you you know, it's, it's always amazing with how my life's going. Like, God will always start bringing stuff to my attention first. And then right after that, once I get lined up with it, then a, a door will open, open up for mm -hmm. that. Got and so I really appreciate that with Beverly. Beverly have definitely taken on the cause of supporting grieving mothers because mm -hmm. um, last year, her sister mm -hmm. lost both of her sons My within God. two weeks of each other. My God. And so ever since then, you know, she has been on the forefront of trying to do more things for grieving mothers, bringing them together to be able to give them the support that they need. And it, it's so important because, you know, a lot of times 
when we as people go through things, we think we are alone. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? And people do. probably think that that's weird when you know you're not the only one. But when you're in that space, you like are it. the exactly. only one yes. because you're the only one that's, go that's going that's through that. I can't feel what you feel. So I am the only yeah. one that's going through yeah, this. I'm the you only know? one that's feeling the way I'm feeling. Absolutely. Is, Absolutely. So. so that's big. And so I definitely want to be able to um, take um bring mothers together and um help them through the grieving process because you know a lot of times we don't even know how to grieve right we don't even know what that looks like right. and and how it's supposed to be and you know because we got so many outside forces telling us what that looks like for us but i want to be able to bring them into a safe environment right. to show them what that actually looks like and then, in turn, to be able to help someone else that's going through it. Amen. So, how do these workshops go? Like, do people sign up to like come, or like definitely, how does, it, how does yes, that work? Yes, you can definitely sign up. You can go to info at mamasafehaven dot org and let them know that you would like to participate okay. um, in the workshops. We have. Um, many workshops going on over there. Um, also, Lakeisha Davis Small okay. has a sexual abuse um, workshop. Okay. Um, Pamela Morris have a parenting okay. workshop. They have grief counselors on standby. They have um, addiction specialists. So it's like a whole team of people who are coming together to give our community the things that we we need to be able to move forward. Look at God. Like we need these things. We do. Like look at God. Just just we always talk on this show about one thing we will continue to use our platform for is to bring awareness, bring you the tools that you need. We didn't have doctors up in here like all kind of things and just look at this um under Mama Safe Haven umbrella, look at all of these things that we're telling you where it's the grieving mothers, the sexual assault, um, just the different things that, that is under there. I mean, I definitely commend you guys. That is like, that is really amazing. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, I'm definitely working on some things for us yeah, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Because um, <laughs> I definitely, um, with us having this um, platform, I definitely want to be able to bring in more of healthy relationships right. for teens. So we are definitely looking at right. that to be able to be a part of this whole um, program. And so we're just excited. So if there's anybody who would like to attend any of these workshops, you can definitely go to um, mamasafehaven.org, mm -hmm. to the website, or you can send an email to info at mamasafehaven.org to be able to sign up. And I just found out yesterday that um, it do not only have to be DC residents, that we will accept residents from Maryland, Virginia, or anywhere just reach out if you need that support and that's a blessing because i know mama safe haven usually do a lot in dc mm -hmm. but the need is everywhere it's when everywhere it's everywhere and, and that's the one thing that i love about dc though mm -hmm. like it's so much re like i don't understand why dc don't, has so many people resources. don't take advantage of the resource and i used to live in dc and then you know now i live in charles county so the resources that was able in dc and charles county is totally different absolutely and so it's like we need to utilize these things as they come up. So shout out to you guys for allowing it to be any resident. Anybody. Because we need it. Because we all in this together. We are all we are grieving or suffering in some capacity or another. And we kind of just really need to come together to take back our communities. And the way we take back our communities, we have to strengthen ourselves and deal with the things that we need to deal with together. Absolutely. Together. Absolutely. And, and also the workshop that I'm doing, because it's, it's, it's a, um, a grievance mother's workshop, I just want to put it out there that um, 
grief you can you can experience grief through a lot of different Amen. ways you know it don't always have to be the loss of a child Amen. it could be the loss of a relationship mm -hmm. it could be the loss of a job mm -hmm. it could be any of those things and sometimes we get stuck in the process yep. but this workshop will be able to help us maneuver through all of that so even if you're having a problem where you're stuck because um, you're grieving a job and you, you don't know how to get out of that and depression is setting in. Mm -hmm. You know, come out. Amen. Come out. Grief is grief. It is. Grief is grief. And I don't know how many, how many ways I can say that so you can understand, but just to understand that grief is grief. Amen. And if that is something that you need, please come out and support us. The next session will be held on Wednesday, September the 18th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. over on Alabama Avenue at the Malcolm X Opportunity Center. So we would love to have you there. Amen. Yes, that is that is amazing. Shout out to you and Beverly, Lakeisha, and everybody who's doing workshops over there. Shout out because that is definitely a blessing. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. So we have come to our first break. We're going to have y'all look at our awesome commercial. And when we come back, we have a great topic that we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about today how to manage trauma. So you're watching the McYellow Show. We'll be right back. been a long time ill. Hey, I watch a bug of it. We wanna start off in cruise control for you, baby. And nice and easy feel Gonna do this for all the sexy aquariums in here. Happy birthday to you, baby. Let the bug watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. That's right, baby. What you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to you, Danny. What you got for me, baby? A big paw. Happy B day to Big Paw. Watch the pocket, watch it. And Lauren got a birthday. That's coming from the sexy Troy. Too smooth, Troy. That's right, that's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, Abella, Donna, watch the block do the work. Ah. He's a bonum Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey. Just say it right. 
back. You are live on the McYon Show with McYon and Ross. Thank you guys for joining us. So you guys know that um, September is um, Suicide uh, Prevention Month, Suicide Depression. Uh, so we want to continue our, our topic with um, along those lines to help give you any kind of resources or information that we can give you to help um, you cope with that. So today we're going to talk about how to manage trauma. Um, and just in case you don't know what trauma is, I'm just going to read. Trauma occurs when a person is overwhelmed by events or circumstances and respond with intense fear, horror, and helplessness. Extreme stress overwhelms a person's person's person to cope, capacity to cope, I'm sorry. There's a direct correlation between trauma and physical health conditions such as diabetes, COPD, heart disease, cancer, and high blood pressure. So as, wow. it, as it said, like it happens when things happen and the truth of the matter is things happen. Absolutely. Life happens. Nothing is constant in life for change. Right. And so that's kind of what happens when things change in the atmosphere. This is how trauma. So we really want to talk about the symptoms of trauma, how to maneuver, how to manage, give you whatever support, um, resources that we may have to, to help you through that. Again, suicide suicide is real mm -hmm. um and and it's happening younger and younger it's not an old person's problem a caucasian person problem an african-american problem mm -hmm. it's our problem all of us we have babies who are committing suicide they're nine and ten years old who are committing suicide so we want to we want to stop that you know we want to eradicate that absolutely and you know trauma affects a lot of us Amen. you know a lot of things that we go through in life and because we don't get the proper um, help for it, it linger on yep. and it, I'm gonna say it grows up yep. with us if it happens in early childhood. Because we don't deal with it. We don't deal and with if you it. Don't deal, if you don't deal with it, it will deal with you. Absolutely. At some point in time, it Absolutely. will deal with it you. Will. It doesn't go nowhere. It's, it reminds me of like a shadow. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always there always with you. There. You know, sometimes on those, on, those, on those bright days and everything, you know, you can see your shadow right. so you can see everything, what's going on with yep. you. All your traumas but what happens when it when the rain come and the cloud come and, and it's covering the sun and on those 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 gloomy days yep. that you are still dealing with all of that trauma all and, of that trauma and it and um this this is a awesome um awesome information sheet and it talks about ways that trauma can stem from so we all know childhood abuse or neglect so we talked about that just how it can stem from that, but then you're an adult and you still didn't deal with those things. Mm -hmm. It comes back. We talk about those triggers um, and things like that. So we got childhood abuse or neglect. Um, we have physical, emotional, or sexual abuse. And that is something that we talk about all the time. All the we time. talk about the trauma when we're dealing with domestic, domestic violence. violence. Mm -hmm. It's physical. And also under the domestic violence umbrella, there's sexual abuse. Yep. And I'm going to give you guys a stat right now. It states that in the United States, a woman is beaten every 15 seconds and a forcible rape occurs every six minutes. So just think about that. Women, every six minutes is 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 being a part of some type of forcible rape and every 15 seconds a woman is beaten. So just think of all that trauma with all those different women and a lot of us don't get help for that. And not only that, these are these are the statistics of people who actually report it. Right. These are the numbers that report it. You know, you some people don't even report these numbers. So this this number is alarming already for the mm -hmm. people that report it, mm -hmm. you know? Um and that's huge, but this this is the death. Every fifteen, 15 seconds a woman seconds. is beaten. 
15 seconds. So, yeah. 15 and seconds. So, there's 60 seconds in a minute. Mm -hmm. So, that's four right there. Right one there. Minute and four in one minute. That's so sad. four, so four times sixty. By the time we're we're off of this um, mm -hmm. show, so we with two hundred, two hundred and forty, would that be two? One too many. I just got out of class. She's trying to give me, trying to give be, me the most. That, that would be right 240 uh, women within an hour that has been beaten by the time we go off air. 240 women. One too many. One too many. One too many. One too many. And so that's why we have to deal with, that's why we have to be able to deal with the trauma. This one, accidents and national... A natural disasters. Absolutely. Remember, I think I shared before that you know I was traumatized by car accidents mm -hmm. that I was in. I was in two car accidents where I was hit from the back. Oh yeah, and you I, had your back. Yeah, I had. Warm. I had exactly. I had um, you know um, back injuries and also neck injuries from that. But I remember after those accidents, I will always find myself always looking in the rearview mm -hmm. mirror because I kept expecting mm -hmm. someone to run into the back of me and and it's funny my husband messing me all the time because i have a long driveway and one time i hit this whatever it was and now i'm so scared and i'm hit it i take the longest time backing out my drive something so simple like mm -hmm. that can change your message look what's happening in the bahamas right now yeah a, a natural, natural disaster, disaster. yes look absolutely what's happening in the bahamas it is so heart-wrenching to see what is going on in the bahamas right now people missing they, that's a natural disaster that's going on um, grief and loss. We talked about that. We got grief and losses. Trauma can stem from that. Witness, witnessing acts of violence. Yes. Oh Witness my goodness. It. Come on. Let's that talk about that. Because in our communities, we have so many people that witness, you know, it was, I remember growing up and, and you know, and you in those so-called bad areas of town, you grow up and you come around, you're doing, you see, it's nothing for you to see right. a body right. laying on the ground. And just when I was going over to Southeast this past Wednesday to host my workshop, it was a body laying on the mm -hmm. ground right there on Alabama Avenue. And I'm like, oh that's my traumatic. God, it is traumatic. And, and that's why I hate, <laughs> I might be talking to a couple of y'all, that's why I hate these people who sit here and see these things going on in a row and they Facebook and live in these videos of these accidents and things that happen. Sometimes the, the, the loved ones have, don't even, have not even been notified yet. The worst way you can find out something happened is to look on Facebook and see one of your loved ones on, on the ground. That is like, Absolutely. That is like I'm always scrolling through those videos. Like, stop doing that. Like, where is the human? I don't know. Just stop doing that. Like, we really have to get away from doing that. You have messed up everybody who just watched that, their mindset, whatever that they was going through. You didn't stop to help, but you stopped to record. Mm -hmm. Like, we we got to get away. It's this. just like when the big old when everything everybody was watching on Netflix when they see me. When they see us, right. and remember, you said I really couldn't get yep. into it because you know I, it, I was I'm, I'm I'm gonna be traumatized. I'm and from I know. That. And one thing I'm learning to do is to really protect my mental health. Like you guys know, I came out about my depression, so I really try to protect it. And I said the same thing. My videos don't automatically play on Facebook because I mm -hmm. remember when they showed one of the police shootings where mm -hmm. they did that live on Facebook. So I my videos don't automatically show or something because I really try. I'm not naive to what's going on in the world. Right. I'm not naive about it. I have three African-American sons, so I'm definitely naive, but I definitely need to protect my mental state. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so those videos, um, we have, let's see, uh, 
war and other forms of violence. Mm -hmm. Yes, we definitely talk mm -hmm. about violence. Especially the war, war with, all the with PTSD. Come on. All the um, veterans come back. And war is different. Like, like I said, I thought war was just war. Like, you mm -hmm. go over there. But war is whatever your war is. Like, whatever it is that you're battling, that's your war. Like, yes, the people who are over and fighting in the wars and stuff like that, but it's also what you're battling. Also, mm -hmm. um, medical interventions. Think about Absolutely. A lot health. of people don't realize the trauma that people go through when they found out that they have a life-altering yes. disease. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's very traumatic yes. for someone to, like, you, you're, you're going to the doctor because something is wrong with you, and now someone is telling you that you have cancer, mm -hmm. or they're telling you, you know, um, you this, this is very rare. You know, when they use that word rare, that this rare disease and, and things like that. Or, like, just all of those things. Like, those, those are traumatic things that somebody have to deal with constantly. Like, can you just imagine going for one thing and coming home knowing that, that they have told you that you have to take this or do this or it's a possibility that this, you know, things like that. you may like that. lose your life. Actually, there's a, a co-worker that I work right now. I Like, I, I see her every day, and my heart hurts for her because her son is pretty much, she said that they said any day for her son now. He's mm. 19. Wow. And, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, like, that has to be, I don't even know how you function, you right. know. So every time I see her, it's like, hey, like I'm always waiting to like, I don't even know how to really embrace her because I'm so afraid of, you know, what it was. Um, So we got that. Uh, did I name all Oh, that? that's another thing I'm going to bring it up since you said it's that, you know, with the, the class that I teach. You know, a lot of times when people are going through these different types of traumatic experiences, we don't know what to say. Nope. You know what I'm saying? But that's why the classes are so important because it, it, it as I'm going to help show you how you help someone right. like it's not about the words yeah. so we got to stop saying well i didn't know what to say we know that it's nothing you can right. say but what are your gestures right like you know right. just go up to the person you can just say you know I, my condolences right. and give them a hug that's it you don't have to ask them how they feel right because sometimes that's we the get worst question but you that's because we're me. searching for something to say the when there is nothing how to are you say. doing how you think i'm doing like you just don't ask me that like that and is, that's what this class is for. And you know what else? And I know this is probably wrong of me. The the one thing I don't want to hear when I'm like when I'm grieving, when I'm going through it, don't come to me and ask me one, how am I doing? Because mm -hmm. clearly I'm not doing good. Mm -hmm. And two, don't come to me and say that um everything is going to be all right. Oh yeah, everything is not oh, all right right now. And this is, like, and this is a big one. And I might step on some toes with me saying this. And it's another thing is that people do not want to hear. That God, God don't, don't make, make mistakes. no mistakes. Please, I know that. Please but stop in telling this people moment, that. Please I, stop telling people that because it ain't I got nothing that. to do with God making a mistake. Sometimes, and I'm just gonna speak on someone being murdered prematurely as my daughter was. I don't believe that God had anything to do with that. That was the act of another person. Mm -hmm. So to, to tell me that God don't make mistakes, it's like a slap in my face. Right. And then who knows that person you tell that to we may get angry with God and stop seeking God. So we got to be careful About of what we power say to in people. The tongue. There is power we got to be very careful with what we say to people. I do hate though. I hate. I, that. I, I know. I really like when people say that. I'm really it's cringing in the inside. And, like, and, it's, and wait, let me give you another one. And that they in a better place. 
Well, won't you switch places with them if that place is so much better? No, I'm for real because it's serious. I as, get it. You just don't want to hear those things when you're grieving. Like, allow me to grieve in the way. There's no time limit on grieving. There's none. There's allow me to grieve the way I want to grieve. Don't come up here and tell me these things because they're just naturally roll over your tongue because you don't know what to say. Because, first of all, it's not heartwarming anyway because it's like you had no emotion in it because most people say, oh, my goodness. It's cliche. You, it's so, that's the word it's I was cliche. looking It's cliche. It's so cliche. So, it means absolutely nothing. nothing to me nothing to me if in the mix you like oh my goodness how you doing you know god don't make no mistakes everything happened for a reason it's gonna be okay let me tell you something the, when you said that first line i, I ain't hear nothing i'm else checked out now i'm checked like i'm so checked out of what you said i don't even see you no more absolutely like, i have a problem with that like and as we can see from this um this, this 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 worksheet that we have here with all the different traumas and what it can stem from oh we got we one more one. culture intergenerational generational and historical, historical trauma. trauma slavery yep african americans are still dealing with the trauma of slavery guys 400 years later we are still feeling the effects of trauma of slavery. Mm -hmm. So we got, we see all these things can, um, trauma can stem from, yep. right? So that's why it's so important that we need to have our mental state. Amen. That's why it's so important that we need to be getting the therapy mm -hmm. and everything that we need because we got so much against us guys. Yep. So much. And we all deal with one of these at one point of time. One, wait life. a minute. I or see. A, I see myself in a whole lot of I'm these. I this, see myself I'm in a lot of these things. I'm probably in this tree, chilling in the tree. But yes. what I'm saying is, like, none of us are exempt from trauma. None That's of us. That's my point. None of us are exempt from trauma. We we all have felt it in some kind of way. We know what it feels like for us. Like, I can't say how McYon would feel if the same thing happens to her. I don't know how she would feel. All I can do is know how I feel right. in that moment. All I can do is grieve for me and mm -hmm. my emotion. And it may be totally diff different. Like I say, I look at you all the time like, oh, oh my goodness, I have no, I, like her strength is on women. And there may be something that I'm dealing with. You like, ain't no way I can deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So the point of it is we're all dealing with some type of trauma. We all need help. Right. We all need resources. Right. And therapists and, and friendship and love. You know, we need those things. And all of this and all of this stuff is all this trauma and what happens when you go through this trauma and then as you go through life it becomes triggers. Yeah. Because you're dealing with then becomes PTSD. Yep. And then there's triggers that's gonna bring on that same trauma. It's gonna bring on anxiety <laughs> and all those different yes. things. And that's why we gotta have the tools to be able to move through the trauma. Yes. Because that's what's important. We all going to go through this, but we got to know how to move through it because it's stages. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we all know that they say PTSD is something that you that's curable. Yeah. You don't have to stay in that place. So we have to have the tools that we need to be able to maneuver this. So also I want to give another statistic. It says that in public behavior health, over 90% of clients have experienced trauma. Again, that's 90%. Reported. That's reported. You know the other 10% is there. So it's 100%. 100%. It's 100%. 100%. Everybody has experienced trauma. Yep. That's facts. That's, that's that facts. Is. That is facts. These ain't no numbers on a piece of paper. These are all facts. 
There we do. And it says more than 33% of youth exposed to community violence will experience post-traumatic stress disorder, disorder, a very severe reaction to tra traumatic events. And just think of all the children nowadays that's experiencing death yep. of their classmate with bullying, like the we were talking about. Absolutely, the, the shootings in the schools mm -hmm. where the um, terrorists is coming into the schools, into the movie theaters, into the churches. The bus when we had the sniper. Absolutely, the I was scared. To so ride where, the bus. where, so where is the help for yep. the community? And, and, and I mean, what, see, this is another thing. So the things happen in the schools, right? Like the shootings happen in the school. And the first thing the school say, we will have grief counselors on standby all week. Yeah. What happened next week? Yeah. What happened a week after that? Yeah. What happened when the lights and the cameras are gone off? What, 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 where does the help come from there? Mm -hmm. Like, we, it can't stop. Your trauma doesn't stop when the cameras are not rolling, when ABC, CNN, all of them are not outside of the school anymore. Yeah. It's still going on. I mean, I, I can just imagine that there are still some kids that are scared to go to school after being in the school systems that... Absolutely. I mean, could you imagine your child, they in school, and now all of a sudden, like um, Sandy Hook, where, the, right. where they went in, when, the, when, they, when the guy went in there and killed up the elementary school um, students, right? Can you imagine a child? How do they get back into the mentality about, I want to go to school? I would be terrified to go to school. And as a parent, I'll be terrified to send, send them, them to, to school. school. And then people always say, like, oh, kids don't remember things. Let me tell you something. I remember mm -hmm. a whole lot of stuff from my childhood. That's why I'm trying to deal with that stuff now because I did not deal with it when I was a child. There are certain things that I wish I did forget, but I remember it. So don't tell me that these kids, are, first of all, social media ain't gonna let you forget anyway. Anything. Because every time you look up, one year ago, this happened. On this day, this happened. So you're not gonna forget about these things that are happening anyway with social media around anyway. So where is the where is the help for, for ourselves and for our youth, like our community? And look, and they even had the stats on here too. It says nearly all children who witness a parental homicide mm -hmm. Or sexual assault will develop post-traumatic stress disorder. Similarity: ninety percent of sexually abused children, seventy-seven percent of children exposed to a school shooting, and thirty-five percent of urban youth exposed to community violence develop post-traumatic stress disorder. So, if your children, if your children is living in a neighborhood where there is constant community violence they leave out for school there's yellow tape out there they coming home from school yeah, there's yeah, yellow tape out there. there guys we have to be able to give our children the help that they need you have to get them into someone to be able to talk to them to be able to help move them through the process mm -hmm. of that trauma because if not it will show up somewhere else yep, it will you wonder why children grow up and they become teenagers and they become a totally different person it's because now they finally feel as though they have a voice mm -hmm. to be able to try to voice what's going on, but nine times out of ten they can't because mm -hmm. they don't know how to verbalize it. And so they will start acting out mm -hmm. in abusive behavior. Mm -hmm. They get into relationships very young. Mm -hmm. Those relationships are very abusive. We know that firsthand with dealing with teens yep. and domestic yep. violence. Guys, they are fighting at like cats and dogs age, in these relationships. Young age, 12, saying, oh, he's smacking me. Absolutely. Knocking teeth out yes. and everything. I mean, very, yes. 
brutal things are happening. And so, and it's because of something that had they have dealt with some type of trauma in their life. As you says right, it says right here, when they witness different forms of abuse in the household. All those things are traumatic to them. And they witness it, and then some of them believe this is how it's supposed to be. Yes. Like, this is what love is. Like, love is getting smacked. Love is getting, you know, told what you can do, when you can go Talk out, what down you can to. Talk down to, belittle. Like, this is what they believe it is because of, this is what they see. Right. They don't know any different. They don't know that this is domestic violence. Like I told you, I didn't know what the word domestic violence was for a very long time. Me if you would have came to me... Me, some years ago, I'm like, you a, you a victim of domestic violence? I'm like, no, I'm not. What's that? I don't even know what you talk about. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm about to be angry with you because you thinking you're going to tell me not knowing because we did not know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I said, we used to call it fighting our boyfriend. Yep. It was, oh, yeah, we was fighting. Oh, that's, that's it was I, so normal. I know he loved me. That's why he always doing this. Right. Like, it was so normal because you've seen it every, well, you know, in, 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 in my, my surrounding and everything, everybody was fighting. So you thinking, okay, this is a part of, I really thought that, that was part was of the relationship. It's like, if you don't hear me, then you don't love me. Like, that was but the But wasn't that was a saying? Yep. That was a saying. Yep, that was a oh, saying. Oh, if he don't hit you or like that, he don't love yes. you. And then they tell our little girls that when little boys, when they hit you, you they tell know. you that when he pull your hair and all that, oh, he just doing that because he don't uh, express you remember himself. He had loves that you. He like you. you. Absolutely. Even a grown woman, even she said it to me when her child was hitting my door. She said, Oh, it's your daughter fault. She's so cute. He doing that because he like her. Swedish. he can carry her books. Right. He can't put his hands on her. Right. And then the fact that you're teaching, they were five at this time, this your fi the fact that you have taught your five-year-old that this is what love is or this is what it is to Acceptable. like a little girl. Look, at, this is how he's going to grow up to believe that because you have put that into his head at five years old that he can hit a pretty little girl Absolutely. because he like her. Absolutely. And then, and then what's so crazy about that is that you know, he hit a pretty little girl, but then as he grows up and he becomes a man in that, he becomes jealous of that pretty girl. Exactly. Exactly. He becomes jealous of that pretty girl. Exactly. It's crazy. I'm telling you, it's mental. It's mental. That's why it's so important that when we go through the trauma that we can't only keep praying, guys. We have been doing this for Faith generation and generation that when we go through so much trauma that we just got to pray and it's going to be okay. That is true. Don't get me wrong. Definitely pray. Right. But not only pray, you need to go. God has blessed people to give us the tools to help us through this mental piece of it. We can have our spirituality. We got to have our spiritual mm -hmm. part, but that's separate from our mental. Mm -hmm. It's separate from the mentality part of it. So we have to be able to get that. Yeah, and, and it, we, we have to figure out ways we're going to heal, coping with these strategies. We have to, first of all, we do, in anything, you have to really acknowledge that you've been through trauma, traumatic. First, events. you have to. First, first, you have to know you're sick. We we exactly we you have so, to know you sick. We're so in denial with our truth. Like yeah. I always say that I have hid my ugly truths for so long. You know what I'm saying? That I was in denial. You start believing it. That, that, <laughs> like seriously, I started believing I was okay because I was hiding them so far back until. The PTSD kicked in, to the triggers kicked in, the to the anxiety kicked in, to the depression kicked in, to now I'm thinking about suicide, and I'm like, oh, shoot. Let me be honest with 
who What's I really on? am. I've been hiding it so long, I forgot who I was. But too. no, and also we seen where it talked about we um earlier where it says that also from that is that when you hide all those things, look at all the physical things that start yeah. having your health. Yes. So then our in our culture, we got so many people with diabetes. Yeah. We got so many people with um, COPD. A lot of, and they say African American women is the leading cause in heart disease. Mm -hmm. Y'all, all of this stuff is pain. Yeah, it's pain, yeah, and we know that disease we don't is. Want to deal with and it. what they say, what disease is, is the body being diseased because of all, all the, the things, things that we're going through and we're holding on to it, and it's causing our bodies to be inflamed. Mm -hmm. That's where all that comes from. Right. Our bodies is inflamed from all the trauma, hurt, and pain that we have been carrying for, for 400 years. Generations and generations and generations and generations and forever. Like, when do we deal with it? When does it stop? It like, stops now. Yes, amen. Because now, well, we, take it no now we have a generation of people yep. that's now is willing to safe. say, that's none willing to say that no more, yep, that amen. we got to come together and support one another and talk about this and not be afraid of people pointing and looking. I don't care who look at me. I'm still in support groups. I'm still trying to get healing through this process. Mm -hmm. I have never lost a child, buried a child before. I have never experienced these types of things before. This is still new to me. Every day is new to me because it's another day that I have to live without my daughter. Exactly. Exactly. And Every it, day. And it says that connect with others, especially those who have, may have shared the stressful event or experienced other trauma. We Absolutely. All, we all have experienced it. Yes. Like, so stop being silent. Silence no more. We have all experienced some type of trauma. We named all the different types of trauma. We all have done. So it's time to get some healing. It's time to connect with all these support groups that uh, make y'all name that uh, uh, Mama Safe Haven is doing, the Keisha Brown Foundation is doing, Daughters with a Purpose is doing, Family's with the Family is doing, uh, Valencia's Worlds is doing. Yes. Like you could just Google and the Google support system just go there. all the way down. I serve on the board for uh, Center of Abuse Persons is doing. Like so many people are doing. Family Justice Center is doing. Yes. Like, just off the top of my tongue, we could just start naming them out. Utilize these support groups. Utilize these things to help you. This is what it's for to help you so yes. that you can be a blessing and a light to help someone else because that's what we're called to do. Yes, to and, we gotta, and we got to leave a better world for our yes. children's children. Yes. It's about legacy. It's I, like every time I think about it, I'm, I'm always thinking about how I'm, when I leave this world because I got to leave here. But Amen. when I leave here, I'm going to leave children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren here. So how do you, I got to give them tools to be able to function and maneuver Amen. in this world from all this stuff that we have been through. Right. Because not before I got it, it, it's still trauma that my children have experienced because of what I have passed down to them. Right. So we got to stop it. Amen. We do. do. We, 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 we got to stop it. Exercise, try jogging, aerobics, bicycling, or walking. His, those are perfect. This, this is those the thing. endorphins. This is the thing. So, two things for exercise. And one, I remember someone, an uh, African American, told me I don't exercise because of my head. I think we need to get away from that because I think that's a big thing. Yeah, that is a huge. Well, now thing. they well women because yeah. they, they can put them wigs on now. I get tired of those. But yes, I need to start exercising. Slap them you wigs see, on. You see, this is what I'm gonna do when I exercise. <laughs> um, so that. 
And you know, I took a yoga. Me too. I, so I took yoga, and first of all, somebody bring me a new one because they told me that like going to yoga, I was like worshiping the devil and all this Say kind what? of stuff. Yeah, yoga's supposed to be like worship, whatever. I know the God I serve, okay? Mm-hmm. So I ain't got to prove it to man for that. But yoga was like so, oh my goodness. It was amazing. It. I, it was, I got up and I feel so loose, like my hamstrings and stretching. Let me tell you something. When I first took yoga, it was the best experience it ever. Is. It was Let me so tell y'all amazing. something. You barely moving, but I'm telling you, I was sweating more doing Come yoga on, than somebody. I've ever sweated Come even on. walking on a treadmill. Come on, somebody. Like, I don't know what's in yoga, but those moves and stretches, they are so intense, but you, you, your body feels so good, and it, it makes you feel like a lot. Yes. I'm like, oh, I can move to the left. Lady, like, you could, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. It's just... So, I mean, and the same thing, I don't, like, sweat, but I was, like, it yes. really feel like toxins was just, like, yep. coming through my body. And another thing, um, I went over, uh, you guys know I'm a blended family, so I went over my uh, son's father and his wife house. And when I walked in there, she was listening to a meditation station, mm. and it was just, like, the music was the so calming. The sounds and stuff. And yeah. literally, I'm sitting on that couch, like... Oh my goodness! And it was just so quiet, and the music was just like so. Quiet. It's like you know but how we you need listen to the raindrops. I love that. I love listening to like my thing is water. I love yes. listening so to. So if water. you type in meditation, like the music just yes. it's like the most peaceful, calming thing. We need a moment, like a power hour, thirty minutes. When you have to get... just turn off everything, yes. all the sounds and everything mm-hmm. of the world, and you just have to sit there and be one with yourself. So you can listen universe. to your direction. Yes. Listen to what it is that you need to hear. The world will put so much junk in mm. it, like so much. You need to just be free and clear of all of that. We're so busy making a life, we forget to live. We forget to stop what it used to be stop and smell the roses yes we forget to just stop and embrace all those things yeah and it's funny because it's next i know music and art and stuff try yoga stretching massage meditation deep muscle relaxation so i i when i first got a massage like a real massage Mm -hmm. first of all let me tell you something if i had the money i'd be getting that every day like those massages are so deep and i always fall asleep in there because you know what Cause it's quiet. Quiet. It's clear. Candles be Candles lit. Candles. They, they they set the atmosphere. And I'm just free. Yeah. For that one hour, that sixty minutes that I'm in it, I am just so free. I wake and I up. I think we a, need that at least once up, a week. I wake up apologizing. Like I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm at least so once sorry. a week. At and least like, once a yeah, week. Yeah. Um, at least once a week. Take up music, art, or. Uh, other divergence. You need something to distract some things. Yeah, like you, do. you need, Like for me, anybody who um who knows me knows that I love music. Like I don't even hear you music. when music is on. I don't even hear you. Like let me eat my crabs, listen to my music, and I. But again, you know I what's know, another? I can sit up there all day. Yes, but you know, y'all, what's another good diversion for me? I like to play solitaire. You do? Oh my goodness, yes, I do. It's so relaxing to me. It clears my mind. Like it puts me at peace. I it's like it's just me. It, 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 I'm just I'm just out of the world. I'm not focused my, on nothing. I'm just thing. it's you just like a mind. It's like a mind game. That. You know something to pull you Away out of all from. the hustle and bustle. Because the of hustle everything. and bustle is gonna always come. It's gonna. So mine is music. Definitely music and dancing. Like I just love. So I like to watch miming because I love to mime. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't got the confidence to like do it 
out. Like I'm usually just in my room. Oh, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. My husband want me to do it, but like that's that is um. Okay, you gotta do it. It's gonna come to that. Okay. Also, you gotta maintain your balanced diet and And your sleep sleep cycle. Like sleep sleep is so important. Valencia, who you guys know, we talk about her, who is a um. She's a whole lot of stuff, but she talks about like adults need to just take naps. Like, yes, get your sleep in there. She's get like, sleep in. she like as busy as I am, as many business. I have a pattern. I'm going to sleep at certain. You have to get your sleep in. You need I sleep. I do that too. I take naps. You need. You I take actually, naps. You actually. You actually. Um. You need sleep, and you need to maintain your balance. Be eat to what is it? Eat to live, not live to eat. Exactly. Yeah, you need to be, get a lot more fruits and vegetables uh-huh. in your system. Get a lot more fruits. Yeah, and, uh-huh. I do. I, a lot you of fruits and, Ron, and vegetables. Don't keep coming up in here with yes. that chicken. She's trying to ignore uh-uh, me. <laughs> I do. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and drink a lot of water. water and also, yes. you have to avoid overusing stimulants like caffeine, sugar, sugar and or nicotine. nicotine. Come on, guys. I don't know no nicotine. Y'all need to leave them cigarettes alone <clears throat> smoking on the rat poison <clears throat> y'all know that's a no-no and sugar <laughs> we got to be mindful of how much sugar intake that we're doing every night nowadays we got so much stuff that's naturally sweet mm-hmm. so we need to get rid of that white sugar guys. and you know and when we talk about this is go to this um maintaining your balance i hear a lot of people say it costs to eat healthy it does it also it, it, costs for them doctor's appointment when you yeah, get I'm sick, about to say, too. It costs them to eat healthy, and it costs to be sick. So which yes. one are you going to choose? Definitely, I'm someone who don't eat meat, like me and my daughter. Like, so I know the cost in it, but I know how the medical expenses have changed. Absolutely. I know how those things. So you have to be my. We make time for what we want, mm-hmm. and we have the money for what we want to do. So if mm-hmm. you want to eat healthy, you can. You will make the you time want, yeah, and the money can. to eat healthy. You can. And so um, this one right here is big. Commit. It says commit to something personally meaningful. Meaningful and important every day. Yep. Every day, commit to that. Maybe it can be exercise. Yep. Maybe it can be eating healthy. Yep. Maybe it can be meditating. Pick some of those things and just do it at least one thing once a day that's for you. Nobody else it's for you. but just for you. And it says write about your experience for yourself or to share with others. Let me tell you something. I did not start healing or even understanding what healing was until I started sharing, Mm. until I started writing to myself what I was feeling. Until the first time I spoke out is when I met McYon when we um, we were shooting a documentary. That was the first, and I will never forget the feeling. I remember walking down feeling like the weight of the world had just left my shoulders. And I only told a portion, but that portion weighed tons of bricks on me so we have to write down you have to share with us you have to release it out there be okay with saying this is who i am this is what happened to me yes be okay it's okay with that and you know because we hide so long behind this the guilt and the shame but let me tell y'all something everybody going through something ain't nobody going through nothing any different than what you do it even says that in the word of god but god said do not deceive yourself thinking that other people do not experience or go through what you're going through right don't don't be deceived of that it's happening to each and every one of us Everyone. but the thing what you do is that now you got tools to help you Amen. through that no more guilt and shame guys no more pointing fingers no. at what we're going through no more judging none of this because we all need each other and we all going 
through something. So know the person who's in your face, like they're not going through something, they going through it. They're doing a whole lot of work to hide what they're going through. Absolutely. And before we go, we're going to give you, so if you're thinking that mm, maybe I have experienced some trauma, maybe I didn't, I don't know, we're going to give you some symptoms of trauma. That way you can know that you are definitely dealing with something. So headaches, backaches, stomach aches. And that's a lot of us going through that. <laughs> um, sudden sweating and or heart palpitations. Changes in sleep patterns, your appetite, your interest in sex. Constipation or diarrhea. Easily startled by noises or an unexpected touch. Um, increased use of alcohol or drugs and overeating. You're more susceptible to colds and illnesses. Fear, depression, anxiety. Outbursts of anger or rage. Emotional swings. Nightmares and flashbacks, re-experiencing the trauma. Tendency to isolate oneself or feelings of detachment. Difficulty trusting and or feelings of betrayal. Self-blame, survivor guilt or shame. Diminished interest in everyday activities. You guys, remember, we are not doctors at all. So let at us all. just clear that we're not doctors. But we are women who have been through the trauma who experienced the trauma, who have gone through these things and want to help you so that you can be a better you. We are women who go, host support groups, mm -hmm. go to support groups, have mentors, have therapists, have life coach. We, it's not like we're not doing these things also. We constantly doing these things so that we can be a better us also because we don't have all the answers. But God has given the people and the tools we need in this world to help us get through the things that we need to get through. Absolutely. And Every medical insurance, health insurance, offers behavioral health support, all of them. All you have to do is talk, talk to, to your, your primary doctor. care yes. doctor, tell them what you are experiencing, and they will direct you to the proper mental or behavioral health, health support. support. Yeah, therapy, behavioral They will support. do that. Mm -hmm. All health insurance has that for it, but you have to use it. That's one piece of that insurance that most likely we don't use nope. because we're still afraid of being mm -hmm. called crazy. Yep. We're or still, being judged we're, we're or still, Yeah, yeah. Because in a black culture, no, we don't do that. We have to move past that to. because a lot of us are crazy. Because it, it because we let it we we letting it sit You're too crazy long. Crazy not to want to help. Yeah, yourself. we letting it sit too long, and it's affecting our mental stability. Amen. So we have to do something about that. We definitely hope, um, and just to let you know, we got this information for the nationalcouncil.org. So there's more information on here um, for community and behavioral health care. So it's for more information that's on it. Google is your friend. You guys Google everything else. Whatever it is that you need to get support, you can always reach out to McYarn or myself. You know, my social media handles, um, Manly's Blended Family on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, manlysblendedfamily.com. You always can reach out to me there. And you can follow me on MBA Speaks at Instagram and Facebook, and mm -hmm. also the website, mbaspeaks.com. 
please reach out to us, utilize us. We are uh, devoted to using our platform to help you. So that in, in helping you, we are also helping ourselves and helping our community so that our children and our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren can grow up in a totally different mindset, a totally different world in which we are accustomed to because we want to change those generational curses. Absolutely. So, guys, thank you so much for watching The McYon Show. Again, we will be back here next week at the same time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please, guys, learn how to manage the trauma. Yes. Because it states that with PTSD, after we have experienced all of this, that we can get help for that. We don't have to live there. PTSD is curable. But this is how you do it. Okay? So... Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next week. Good night.